26 minutes away from 10 o'clock, 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson and Tomo. And all year we've had uh, Jay-Z Clark on doing all the new stuff, all the updates here at yes. the Dead Set Legends. Well, we've, and we've branded him off there. He, he, basically, he was Damien Barrett from Wish. Oh, he was. <laughs> he was. When it's the real stuff and the trade talk goes, Jesus. we go to the top dog. He is Whack. AFL's number one news hound, Damien Barrett. Morning, Damo. Hello, boys. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell Jay-Z you just pass that on uh, to him, actually. So, uh, I don't want a part of it. Back. Purple, leave me out of it, please. <laughs> uh, hey, Damo, could you just explain to our listeners, we're coming to the free agency period. I think a lot of us are still trying to get our around what's going on with the compensation picks. We look back to the to the buddy one that was pick 19, and then we're hearing potentially Mackay being pick three. What's the story? Oh, Alan, I've been told you one about five minutes. Uh, this, will take, <laughs> this, will take, this will take a week. Um, now, look, it's been going for 12 years, this compensation. And look, even there was a, a briefing during the week of, of media about it. There's a there's a formula attached to it. I'll, I'll quickly nutshell it, but Twice. ultimately there's discrepancies everywhere. It's it's based on age. So if you if you're younger and you're about to be a free agent, that that will that will work for the compensation in a, in a positive way. Right. Basically, each player is ranked um, from one to wherever on that age and contract, and they spin it out that that if you're in the top five percent of that collection, you'll get an, a first round compensation pick, and then it works downs from there. I mean, I see last night though, Matt Flynn, who wasn't able to get a game for the Giants this year after Kieran Briggs took over. Mm. He's gone to West Coast as a free agent and the Giants, in my eyes, surprisingly, somehow got a end of second round compensation pick Ooh. for him. So <laughs> I, I don't know where how that lines up. I mean, I look at the discrepancies. I look at what Brisbane Lions did with Joe Danaher a few years ago, um, offered him a contract that got for Essendon a first round pick straight after their first pick in the draft that year. And then six months later, Brisbane Lions changed that contract. They smoothed it out. So I'm, mm. I'm raising that because the deal he ended up accepting in the longer term was different to the one that uh, was presented as a free agent. And then you go to James Frawley um, the year after Buddy Franklin or, or thereabouts. And he he was able to get pick three for Melbourne overall, um, mm. despite Buddy Franklin only being worth pick 19 for Hawthorne. So, look, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still dubious and very, very, very sceptical about it. Um, there is, Having said all that, though, there is a formula that they tell us they work to. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like it goes to AFL House, Damo, then they spit out who needs the most help and they give them a, a pick <laughs> higher if they need help, and if they don't, they slide it back. Rob, bit, but... I've been saying words to that effect for a long time now. They don't like it when I say it, but I'm yet to be feeling that there's any reason not to say it. I mean, yeah. not North Melbourne, I, I, I will fall off the chair I'm sitting on if they don't get pick three for, for Ben Mackay when he goes to Essendon yeah. as, as part of all of this. And that's uh, that's the sort of a feeling amongst the industry when that Crazy. goes down. Crazy. Now, let's talk about the big story of the week. Clayton Oliver, he was gone. He was back. What, what's the What's happened here? There's stories flowing around left, right and centre, rumour mill. What's happened with Clayton Oliver and Melbourne Footy Club this week? Yeah, the most pertinent part about it from the public um, narrative on it, guys, in my eyes, was that Melbourne let this simmer for three and a half days in a very, very public way. They very could cool. have nipped it in the bud on, on Tuesday mm. and they chose not to. And I don't hold that against them. Clearly, there are issues with Clayton Oliver and I'm not going to delve into them. I mean, we've, all, we've all got an awareness of them. They relate to behaviour. They relate to, you know, some of the time he had away from the club when he, when he was dealing with a very serious injury this year and then a complication with an infection. He's always been known to be a little bit different. I mean, he's not the normal. Look, he's not. He's not a, um, a Christian Petrarca uh, in terms of we'll do absolutely everything to get himself right. Um, and and that, I think that's what 
makes him half appealing to, I think, a lot of people. He's, he's, I think he's more relatable to, to the general public than a lot of footballers. But you get to a point at the end of this season where Melbourne has now gone out in straight sets again, mm. two years after they won a grand final, and we're expecting to at least make a grand final beyond that point, and they haven't. And they're just deciding to, to basically sharpen up every aspect of their operations. And, and the Clayton Oliver behavioural component was one of them. How real the conversations got, I, I don't claim to know. I mean, we never really know from the outside looking in, but there were conversations and, and clubs, and particularly the one in, in your neck, if there was the Crows with the yeah. relationship that he has with Darren Burgess, the, the high-end fitness um, mm. guru there. That was, you know, that was a, a conversation that was at least internally in the Crows thinking, well, hang on, if we really got serious with this, would we be a chance? Melbourne decided to nip it in the bud before their best and fairest count last night to, I think, remove a lot of the public narrative away from it. And um, they've, they've had their, their, um, their, I suppose, outcome with it because it was very, very public. And I think Clayton has had the wake-up call that they wanted him to get. Damo, Porter trying to bring in a couple of big men and, uh, and probably rightly so, looking at their list. Now... Obviously, Xavier Dersmer might be involved in that going the other way in the Zerk Thatcher uh, deal. Can you run us through some of the details around this stuff? Yeah, I, I just the, my gut feel and having covered you know trade radio as we now have done for for thirteen or so years, my gut feel on this one is that Dersmer won't be at Port Adelaide next year, and that, okay. it, that it will be at Essendon. That's just a gut feel. Don't, yep. don't I mean, yeah, but that that has opened up. I mean, there's been conversations between player and and very senior people at Essendon and. And, and Port, ultimately, you know, is, is a better club than some, or most, I reckon, to deal with when players, you know, feel the need for a change. So they won't always grant that access easily, but I think on this one that they will once it all plays out. And, yeah, how it looks, given there is a, a contract at, at play here, and, and also Essendon too. I mean, it's probably the last year of Adrian Dodoro at Essendon, the recruiting and list manager who's in, in charge probably for one last hurrah, and we know that he's had 20 years of, of stymieing movement and, and slowing down procedures and process, but <laughs> but the fact that he's involved in all of this too, it'll be right on the very last day and last hour even of it, but yeah, they've, they've got to get um, obviously Zerk Thatcher out, and, and also they're also trying to get Dylan Shield out Essendon I'm talking about and and where Dersma fits in all of that um, by way of a priority um, yeah that, that will determine when and, and how but I reckon he'll get there good man Damo thanks so much for your time mate cheers boys thanks Damo Thank you, star all over at that man Damien yes. Barrett no, no doubt about that uh, 19 minutes away from 10 o'clock and looking forward to catching up with Sammy Jacobs after 10 yes what the a great source what a star that man is Triple M